Hello and welcome to another episode of the Prospect MMA podcast. In today's episode, I'm having with me Andy Kelly out of Dublin. He is going to have his first amateur fight on the 6th of December at the Clan Wars event. Um, go get your tickets at Clan Wars um, on Instagram. They have the link in the bio. Um, I also have it. Andy Kelly also has it and so on. Uh, we covered the Instagram tag on the podcast. I had lots and lots of fun speaking with this guy. Um, we are both similar ages. Uh, we are both fathers. And um, I thought it was very interesting uh, hearing from another guy uh, like myself what it's like to fight and put your health on the line um, for himself and for the ones he loves, of course. Um, I hope you stick around and listen to this podcast and have as much fun as I did. Um, and then stick around after the podcast for the shout out to the sponsors. Thank you. Okay, right, okay. So, uh, welcome to another uh, Prospect MMA podcast episode. Um, in this episode, I'm going to have Andy Kelly. Um, I'm just waiting for him to join the live. Um, hello, Andy, I can see you there. Perfect. Let me see if I can send you the request to join me on the live. Just a second. The request. Um, just while you're joining, I'll just... Uh, Keep introducing you. <laughs> oh, you're live. Perfect. Uh, waiting for you to join. Um, just streaming right now. But yeah, so Andy Kelly trains in Dublin um, at the SPG uh, gym. Um, I believe under Paddy, the hooligan, Hollohan, Hollohan, Hollohan. <laughs> I don't know if I'm butchering the name there. Um, are you on the Wi-Fi? Check if you're on the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi would be much better than mobile data uh, for these things. Apparently, a live is quite heavy. Let's have my cup of coffee. It's like the fourth cup of coffee today. <laughs> Been away since five. You can just type on the... On the comments there, let me know what's going on. Or maybe let me just try and cancel that. Hold on. You send me the request to come on the live. Try that. See if that works. There should be a button there somewhere around the screen asking you or where you can request to join the live. See if you can find out. No luck. Try that again. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. Is it working now? Hey, man, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Been awake since five. Um, <laughs> went for a run, morning run. I got three miles in. Back in the house. Get all the kids sorted, clothes and everything for school. I have four kids, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm doing as well myself. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Um, I saw I saw some of the photos on your on your Instagram. Is it two girls you have? Yeah, two girls. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, so I definitely have some great questions to ask you as a father, father to father, uh, because I find that very interesting. Um, I know that with myself, I had a mindset change once I became a father um, to always take life on the safe side you know, rather than risking injuries and health and all that stuff. Um, and my wife would definitely kill me if I tried to do anything crazy. Like <laughs> and, and, and I think most guys are on the same boat, right? Uh, but you're going against that norm and you're a father. And like most, most guys would be fighters and then become parents. Uh, but you are just now going to have your first amateur fight on the 6th of December at the Clan Wars. Do um, you want to talk us through all that? How did that happen? Yeah, so um, I've had a child and I'm very young. I was only 19 when I found out my uh, girlfriend at the time was pregnant. So I uh, so very young, so that kind of, uh, I guess, I mean, slapped the, the cop on it. I was a bit wild when I was younger. Um, hold on. The, the connection, uh, you're breaking up uh, quite a lot. Uh, okay. Are, are, are you on Wi-Fi or uh, is it mobile yeah. data? No, it's mobile data. Um, the, the data works better than the Wi-Fi, unfortunately. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Sorry, you want to repeat that bit? Uh, it just it started breaking up the connection. Yeah, Thanks. So I was uh, I was very young when I found out that I was going to have my first child. I was only nineteen. Right. So when when I was young, I was uh, I was wild. Let's say <laughs> when I was a teenager, and um, so that definitely matured me a lot um, at a young age. So kind of cut out. <laughs> I was a father at twenty. So yeah, I was a you father. Were... At 20. I, I, I found out when I was nineteen. That I was going to be a dad, and then, yeah, when I was 20, I was a dad, so, yeah. Yeah, exact same, exact same as me, yeah, I was 19, and then when she was born, I was 20, <laughs> so she's, uh, she's just about to go 10 now, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is um, 12, I have a 12 and an 11 uh, year old, um, and then uh, there's a big, a bigger gap there, uh, then I have a, a 5, a 4, and a 2 year old, um, so, yeah, busy house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I'm not looking forward to their teenage years at all. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Um, my 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 girl got a mobile phone, uh, a touchscreen phone, and WhatsApp all the time, and yeah. like FaceTiming her friends, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, she, she, wants, my own, <laughs> she wants to start her own YouTube channel and everything now. You know. Oh, <laughs> so you might have some competition soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Like, um, I was. I don't know if you saw the, the interview with Corey. Corey Nakina. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, she was saying how she started uh, uh, karate at the age of ten, and I'm like, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting my girl in Brazilian jiu-jitsu because we have one nearby. Um, I want to start as well because, like, I started MMA when I was 21. Um, and then I think I spoke with Josh about my injury. I, I got my shoulder dislocated in a Kimura because at 21, you are wild, just like you said there, and you have a big ego. 
and you don't want to tap, you don't want to lose. And um, I was six weeks out of my first amateur fight. Um, and yeah, I was stupid. I should have just stopped, but I tried to roll out to, to get out of it. And uh, it went the wrong way, got the shoulder popped. Um, and that was me out of MMA. But uh, I'm 32 now. I, I think I'm definitely more mature. I would like to think so. Uh, and jiu-jitsu, like, even though it's something I shouldn't be doing with this shoulder, I think that I'm more aware that I would just tap straight away. Yeah. If someone yeah. would even go for my arm, I would just tap and leave to fight another day kind of thing. Um, so, so yeah, I'm getting my girl into jiu-jitsu now. As soon as this COVID stuff pulls over, that's what she's doing. I'm joining with her. Um, and, and then we'll see what happens from there. So. Uh, do, you have, do you have any plans of doing that with your with your girls? Yeah, my my oldest daughter uh, Lily, she she does taekwondo now about four years. Nice. And yeah, yeah, she's uh, but she she is starting to get a bit uh, she's starting more? to like yeah, basically yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying right. to ease her ease her into jujitsu now, so that'll bring her get her, the ground game along, you know. And yeah. it's more, I think, especially having girls, two girls, like, I find it very, like, a point boy that he is known, they can defend themselves in certain situations. Yeah. So I think very yeah. important, whether they want to compete or not, it's very important for them to uh, to know how to defend themselves. Oh, yes. In this world, day and age, for sure, um, that, yeah, as a father of two girls as well, that that's exactly what I want. Uh, for her to grow up, be able to handle herself. So that's something that 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 is a very big misconception that people get um, about mixed martial arts or any martial arts for that matter, is that they think it's only the tough guys that should be doing right. It's only tough man. Yeah. Oh, you do that. You must be a violent guy, the kind of guy that goes to the pub, drinks a few beers, and starts a brawl fight. Um, but in my experience is nothing like that. I've only met like super nice guys, um, that would help you in any time of needs. Um, uh, and, and, and yeah, I just have good experiences from it and, and the discipline you get from it. Um, it's amazing. So teaching that to kids from a young age, the discipline and the patience, uh, I, I, I think it's great. Yeah, 100%. No, that's, my only regret is that I didn't start doing martial arts when I was a teenager. That's the only regret, yeah. But I'll, I'll make sure. I'm, I'm 30 now, believe it or not. You're 30? 30. Okay, so maybe it's not too late for me. <laughs> so yeah, how long have you been training then? I've been training about 16 months. Is that it? 16 yeah, months? Yep. Wow. So okay. A, so maybe it's a long haul. I need to find myself in the gym. <laughs> I have to say that a hundred percent that the the gym that I'm in at the moment, the training partners that I have in SBG Dublin 24, out of this world. Um, everybody's there together. Everybody's everybody's working for each other, helping each other get better. Paddy Hillahan yeah. is the best man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> He's like such. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, are you training under Paddy then? Yeah. Yeah, Paddy. Paddy is my coach. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just uh, when it comes to fighting, when it comes to life, when it comes to anything, Paddy's just he's he's a one. He's one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Fight, when it comes to fighting or not fighting. 
Yeah, no, I need I need to get his book um, and I need to, to get him on the podcast and talk to him uh, because you guys seem to have a, a great team and uh, a great environment and uh, um, you, you guys are having a lot of fighters at the Clan Wars. Um, yeah, right? it's, uh, Clan, uh, you know, Clan Wars goes ahead and all this COVID stuff, but uh, assuming all goes well, you guys have a lot of, so like you have a big team coming in, yeah? Yeah, there's six, there's six of us on the, the Clan Wars 28 card at the moment. Yep, so uh, there's six of us. You had Josh on the other day. Josh was fighting yep. for the Wealth and Wealth Being the belt. So, uh, yeah, great guy, bring, great guy. He'd be bringing that home for Christmas. We'll have a belt in the gym. <laughs> hope so, hope so. Yeah. Uh, I wish him all the best. He's, he's, he's definitely a great guy. Uh, had lots of fun talking to him. Um, hopefully, whenever he brings the belt to the SPG in Dublin, uh, I can have him on again and he can show us the belt. <laughs> yeah. I'll join him. We'll do, we'll do a dual interview after the fights. And that's what I was telling him, like, hopefully the future without COVID and without all this crap, um, I can actually come down one day to Dublin and then we can do a podcast face to face and that would be absolutely ever, you know, so not having this separating us um, and being able to shake hands and uh, actually meet face to face. So hopefully in the future, you know, that's something that we can all do. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah. And having this interest of finding uh, out the backgrounds of, of, of not just the fighters from Clan Wars, uh, like you saw, I got Corey from the UFC, but what I'm interested to find is what's the background and what's the commonalities between all these young fighters uh, that are starting out or that have uh, a huge amateur career, like uh, Alexander that I had him on the first episode. He had 30 fights now, uh, or this is going to be his 30th fight. Um, so... There is a difference there between some fighters like him and Josh. Josh, um, he had three fights, and he thinks maybe around the tenth fight he'll be ready to jump into a pro. Um, what is your opinion on this? Um, I know, I know, you haven't had your first one yet, but do you have any idea and any thoughts um, about how many fights you want to have before you turn pro, or is that something that you don't even want to think about right now? And um, no, it'd be more. It's 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 in the back of your mind, of course. Um, but again, like I don't have a, like a set time or anything. Um, it would be more listening to the people around me. And um, again, Paddy, uh, listen to Paddy. Any advice that Paddy gives, it's 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 usually he won't. Paddy won't give you advice unless he knows what he's talking about. That's yeah. that's he, he always says that he won't give you advice unless he knows himself or he has actually done what you're asking him yeah. himself. You know, so um. Just having people like that around me, um, I, I will listen to, to people like that to guide me through it, and I'm just going to take it fight by fight and just see where it goes. Awesome, awesome. Uh, but do you want to become a pro fighter, or are you just doing the amateur thing just for fun, like, or just to test your skills, to put to test what you've learned in those uh, 16 months of MMA? Absolutely, I'd, lo I'd love to go pro eventually. Um, to do this <laughs> to do this as a as a living uh, would be a, would be absolutely a dream. Uh, my main goal though would be to to get a good few years in fighting, get experience, and then eventually coach. And uh, that that would be my main goal. Oh, I want I want to coach when I'm older. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
I can see I can see as a father uh, as that to be a great thing for you to do because not only have your own kids, you'll probably be able to relate with all these um, not just young kids, teenagers, and and and, and guys coming up anyway. Um, I uh, yeah, I'll I would certainly be uh, interested in, in in doing something like that. I do I do like personal training and nutrition coaching and that kind of stuff, which obviously it's not for kids really. Mm-hmm. at the age that they are but uh it's more towards adults and all that stuff but uh yeah that 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 definitely would be something fun to do uh in the future so um definitely wish you all the best with that <laughs> i just feel that like um like if i would have had an outlet like this when i was a teenager um i would have gotten into a lot less trouble when i was younger you know so yeah. i would have had an outlet um, instead of like standers hanging around street corners and stuff like that, you know, getting yourself in trouble, being wild. So um, I would like to be that that person to to kind of give them, give you, especially younger teenagers from a, a, a like a working class area, like where I'm from, yeah. give them that outlet that they're they're not getting in trouble. They're not because like, a lot of kids from that area, from 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 rough areas, let's call it. And they can get into trouble at a young age. They get a couple of uh, charges or, or stuff like that, and yeah. then they find hard to find jobs, and and so it can just snowball from from. You're making these decisions when you're a teenager. You're you're, you're being like as you said, we're, we're we're all stupid teenagers at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've seen decisions that people have made that destroyed their whole lives. Then you know, and um, and if they would have had an outlet. Maybe it wouldn't yeah. have went that way, you know. So um, that would be a big thing for me to kind of to guide people away from that type of life and into a, a positive, um, a positive thing like MMA or jiu-jitsu or any yeah. martial arts. Really, um, I think it's just good for for anyone. Yeah, it teaches you great things like you know having your own goals, the discipline, like I mentioned, uh, having a great family around because those people that you train with become your family don't they absolutely um, do develop that bond after punching each other kicking each other and then you hug it's all good and then choke each other okay it's all good hug again <laughs> and it's, it's that like um like even when yesterday i went out we uh myself and josh went out training we done some pad workout by the beach in bray and then uh, we, we jumped in for a swim, and the water was yeah. unbelievably cold. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm, the, I'm the worst person in the world for dealing with cold. I hate it. <laughs> I'd rather be too warm than too cold. But yeah. if, like that, if I would have went to that beach on my own yesterday, I probably would have struggled to, to go jump in. Because <laughs> I had Josh there, Josh pushed me and pushed me and pushed me, and we both done it together. Yeah. And that's that's what I mean. Those those having those positive people around you to push it, to make yourself better, yeah. to challenge yourself every every day. And um, so you can only you can only grow when you're doing stuff like that day in day out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, talk to me a bit about that. So I I I, I also follow uh, Wim Hof. Um, I've been doing the breathing and the cold showers for about two years. And I definitely seen a huge difference in my recovery levels mm-hmm. where I would go to the gym and work out and I would be sore for like three days. But once I started doing the cold showers, that brought it down to about one day. So like I'm one day and then the next day I'm fresh. Does that translate in the same in MMA? Do you feel the same? Do you recover faster? 
Yeah, I would find after getting in for a swim, you recover that that bit faster. Like like you said, you'd not, like if say if you're getting heavy leg kicks or something, your your legs would be sore for days afterwards. But you go for a swim, usually the recovery time fastens a lot. Um, it also helps with your breathing in rounds. Um, yeah. you, you're you're controlling your breathing in the cold, so it's uh, it's good for that as well. Um, oh, and as well mentally. Mentally making your put yourself in that, in that situation that you don't want to be there, but you're, you you stick it out and fight it. Um, I think it's it's all around. It's it's great for you in, in many ways to get out and do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the the mental aspect of it, it's obviously one that you can for sure say that almost nobody's doing this. Almost nobody wants to be uncomfortable, and then nobody wants to experience that pain. Um, I can say that the first time I did an ice bath, I, I, I was like looking at the water for about 10 minutes before <laughs> <laughs> jumping in. Like, what am I doing in my life? <laughs> yeah. uh, when you're walking in slowly into the water, <laughs> yeah. like, what am I doing? Each step, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, you just, you just have to the voice inside your head that's telling you, turn around, run. Go back yeah. and fight that, and that's where that that's the you become mentally strong when you challenge yourself like that. I believe. Yeah, that you're in a bit talking, uh, telling you to tap and telling you to give up, and um, I don't know if you watched the UFC this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you saw Shogun Rua tapping to strikes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's your inner bits there. Okay, I had enough of this. I'm out. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I was like, I was surprised to see him tap to strikes. And well, yeah, it, it wasn't the outcome that I was guessing, but I did I did the predictions uh, video before the UFC, and then and I, you know, like you can see them pulling the strings behind the scenes, and it's literally feeding this guy towards Paul, so Paul can then say he beat the big name and yeah. help propel his career. But like, yeah. You know, you know, Shogun Rua was already on his way out, and yeah, uh, it, it was going to be an easy win for Paul anyway. I just didn't know it was going to be strikes, but I was, you know, I was certain that Paul was going to win that fight. Um, I just done one now after so the results versus the predictions. I got seven out of eleven correctly. So that's good. That's good. <laughs> If I was betting, I would have made some money there, but anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, so here, so you only started 16 months ago. Uh, what made you start, first of all? Like, obviously, you are you were like 29 or 28, coming 29 when you started. What made you, you know, at this stage of your life, you're a father, you have two kids. Well, what made you, okay, right. I'm going to give this a go. Or, or how did that start? How did that came about? So it was, uh, it was, there was a couple of reasons. Um, there was I, I had a very good friend of mine, um, probably my best friend growing up. Um, he right. passed he passed away in 2017. Um, oh, and he, yeah, he, he was only uh, 23 years of age. Um, so uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, out of nowhere. But he, he used to train a lot, and uh, for years. He was always harassing me to, to come up and start down and start down and start down. And I was like, all right, Will. Because we, we both watched the UFC. We both started, like, we both of us watched UFC before Connor came along. We used to love Anderson Silva back in, like, 2010, yeah. 2011. 
So uh, that that was the the first fighter I kind of seen was Anderson Silva, and I was like, I really liked it. But then I kind of thought to myself, like kind of that the the general thought of like, ah, no, it's just a lot of muscly bodybuilding me heads. Is like if I go in there, they'll kill me, like you know. <laughs> but uh, the the gym couldn't be for that, and the truth um, from that, like it's it's not just like muscle head me no, head. No, no. Normally in jiu-jitsu with a guy that would actually strangle the life out of you looks like the most uh, innocent, most uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> most passive guy you could see in the street, like, you know. But, you um, know the, like, society, as we know, it's becoming more and more dangerous because of that alone. Um, when I was 21 and I started, you could kind of tell who are the guys that you can fuck with and the ones you can't fuck with. And now you just don't know because anybody <laughs> of anybody could be a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that can just fuck you up just like that. And you have no fucking clue because you're looking at like, like me, like I look like a nerdy guy, probably glasses and shit. And, you know, uh, but I can handle myself for sure. I know that. And, and there will be guys like me out there that are way better than me. You know, like I've only had one year of experience and um, in and out stuff, you know, like sparring with friends and things like that. But um, I definitely want to get back into jujitsu at least, uh, get my black belt before I'm 40 and then compete in the over 40s, maybe. We'll, we'll see, see you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you there. We'll both be 40 or, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to keep an eye on you, see how you do at 30, and then maybe I'll get into that. If 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 you have an easy time going 1-0, 2, 3, 4, whatever, and then you turn pro quite quickly, I'll be, I'll be seriously considering that because <laughs> uh, my kids are growing, you know, like, and the more they grow, the easier it's going to become for me to actually take some time off and, and go train in the evenings. And, uh, but what I... What I would need would be something like you have, which is a great team around you and a great gym. And yeah, that's what I would need to find. But the closest for me, it's like Belfast, um, the IFS gym. You probably, yeah. That's yeah. Been, uh, the, the guy I'm fighting is from IFS. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, Phil, Phil, uh, Phil Campbell, um, he is the commentator of Clan Wars. I don't know if you yeah. know him. Uh, yeah, he was yeah, he was commentating on the Brave. Uh, I used to train with him, so we used to train together before he even became an amateur fighter and before he became a pro fighter, and now he's a commentator. So I just keep thinking in my mind, if I kept training with him, if this never happened, where could I be right now? You know, like, life is fucking unreal, but maybe it's not too late for me. Uh, so I take great inspiration in what you're doing. Uh, I think it's amazing because... For me, I don't have anybody else around that is also a parent, and then they go into fighting. It's always the other way around. They are a fighter first, they establish themselves, and then they become parents, and then, you know, and then life starts. Uh, so I'm very interested to see uh, what's going to happen, uh, you know, on the six. Uh, obviously, fights can go two ways. Normally, you either win or lose. Draws are like, a very minority of the results. Um, what is your game plan going in, by the way? <laughs> to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right thing. Uh, there's, not, there's, there's not really like, um, the same as 
myself like uh, I, I looked at myself and Billy actually added each other on Instagram <laughs> so that was kind of a right. bit weird <laughs> but like yeah it's it's like we're both just the same same type of people like you know like I have yeah. respect for anybody that steps in there you know so uh, yeah. much respect to him I'm sure he feels the same way you know um, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. At this stage, there's no point having trash talking like Conor McGregor or anything like that. It's just two guys going in there. I'll show you what I've learned. You show me what you've learned, and then, then yeah, exactly. Yep. And, and, and like, <laughs> like, and I have to say, like, win or lose, you'll see me again. A win, yeah, yeah, yeah. A loss would never, uh, would never de deter me or or anything. Like the main thing is, like, I just want to showcase what I've learned over the last sixteen yeah. months. And then if if I if if it goes my way, happy days. If it doesn't, I learn from that and come back better. Simple. That's it. That's, That's it. it. This is not like boxing where if you lose, you're out. Nobody likes you. Whatever. This is actually better than boxing because every time you lose, you know why you lost and you know how you can come back from it, and you learn and you learn and you learn and you learn. So that's why you see guys with with records in the UFC like 30 and 16. And it's okay to be like that, 30 wins, 16 losses, or 20 and 10, and that's totally okay. So look, at, uh, look at Nick Diaz or, or Cowboy Cerrone, they're the most loved fighters, and look at our records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys come to bang, and that's what people want to watch. Yeah. They, they, they like a fighter with hearts. Um, and, 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 and that is something that, uh, that I'm curious. Uh, what does your wife think of this? <laughs> well, actually, my girlfriend. Um, girlfriend, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be putting ideas in our head now. And <laughs> um, <laughs> she'll get a ring when I get a world title. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's a good. That's a good uh, uh, goal. When I get a world title, you get a ring. There you go. <laughs> no, she's uh, she's very very supportive. Uh, she's she's always telling me how proud she is. She'd like, she's always telling me to leave her alone because I'm always like double-legging her onto the bed and grabbing, taking her back and stuff. And I'm like, listen, if you want me to stop, you're just going to have to go and learn yourself so you can reverse it, you know? So, <laughs> it's so hard to get her to start jiu-jitsu, but uh, it's it's a work in progress. I'll slowly, slowly get her, get her in there. Yeah, I've been trying to do jiu-jitsu uh, because my wife is an absolute powerhouse you would not guess how strong she is. She's been doing horse riding since like the age of 10. So her legs are like massive and she can squeeze the shit out of you. I am not joking. Um, so if she learns some jujitsu, she will be fucking fearless. Uh, like, She'll pop your head with a triangle. <laughs> yeah, I am not joking. She is super strong. She like she has a gift that she is not exploring right there. Even <laughs> even if she just did jujitsu and just grappled with other women, I am pretty sure men or women, even like other men, I am pretty sure she 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 do great at it. So I'm like you. I I keep trying to get her to you know uh, see if he joins, see if he joins, but. All this COVID stuff just screwed everybody over big time. <laughs> has has yep. training been different from pre-COVID to, to COVID times? Uh, did that affect your training much? Yeah, um, yeah sure. Like at the, at the start where the, the force lockdown came out back in, uh, I believe it was March, uh, Paddy, Paddy had actually shut the gym, I think, a few days before. And they announced the lockdown because he was talking to some of the guys and... Uh, 
like he, some of the guys he was talking to, they were saying like, no, this the, the it's serious, it's stuff. So he actually precautionarily shut it down before the the government told them they had to. And um, I remember, I remember Gordon making the announcement and all. Because uh, yeah, I, I remember I was actually in the gym that morning, and uh, I was on the way home from the gym that morning, and I found out the gym was going to be closed for a while. Um, I, I found it was, it was a bit hard not having not having training because like, I go training every day since I started really yeah. like um, I'm addicted so uh, <laughs> it's, different. That. It's, different. it's different like going out on the jogs and, and, and the runs and stuff like yeah keep it kind of fit but it's not the same you know no. it's, uh, having a boxing bag I have a boxing bag and everything here but uh, I am blessed with one thing I do live with my younger brother and he is also a teammate of mine in SPG as well Nice. I saw yeah. I saw the photo about the the Diaz brothers and and, and yeah, that's He's actually the second reason why I started fighting as well, um, because he he was a uh, he went to college up in Tala IT, um, and they done some um some MMA uh like like beginners thing with his college. Um, so that's how he got into it. He that's about two years ago, two and a half years ago. Um, so he's in it a year longer than me. Um, and that's another reason he kept on telling me about Paddy and the way Paddy is in the gym and the way everyone is in the gym. So that was, I was actually going to go up and join the, uh, the SPG, uh, HQ. Yeah. After my brother had told me everything about Paddy, I was like, yeah, that's it. I'll go up there, checked it out, met Paddy, met all the guys and all the girls in the gym. And I was like, this is the place. Without a doubt, new after the fourth the fourth session. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. I remember the first day. The first day I walked in, Paddy always does this when there's a new member in the gym. He look at one of the, the guys that's here regularly, and he he look and he like look after them for the class. So you kind of have somebody with you. You know, they'll get to know you. They'll run you through the class right. and make sure you're learning everything. But he actually turned around to my brother and said. Leo, look after the new guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's my brother, Paddy. And he was like, oh, okay. But then definitely look after him then. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Does, does, does your brother uh, have an amateur record? No, not yet. Yeah, we, we both done uh, two uh, novice competitions, uh, Gamma and Satori. Right. The, the National MMA League. So we both had a, a fight each on each of those. Um, so we both done well, and those both got medals. Um, he he's actually doing his uh, accountancy exams at the moment, so uh, he he got the brains of the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, well, so he hasn't been training as much the last uh, the last couple of months, I'd say last two months or so, because um, he's concentrating on that. But uh, he'll be back in. He'll be back as soon as obviously the lockdown that is over. He'll be back in, in full time. I think he's going to push and then get his force amateur. Then maybe to start the next year. Cool. Uh, I'm sure he'll be watching online whenever you're fighting, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to come up, but they, 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 we were obviously you're not allowed to bring in like lots of corner yeah. people. And stuff. Yeah. So I would, I would have had him in the corner, but obviously COVID, it's not allowing that. But. Uh, Usually he will be in my corner, uh, or where we're like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was I gonna ask? Shit, I forgot what I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask something about your brother. Uh, oh, my, my little brother got six four and a light heavyweight. 
he's a light yeah. heavyweight. He's light heavyweight and he's six four, six oh, five. Yeah. I'm like five five nine and like sixty two <laughs> kilos. <laughs> That's a huge difference. Yeah, my my little big brother. <laughs> Are you guys uh, from the same parents or, or, or yes. half brother? Same yeah, parents. <laughs> same parents. <laughs> wow, that's he, a big. He, he was born after the money can. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, well, that that's great. Um, I'm 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 five ten, so I'm pretty much the same height as you, and I'm eighty uh, five kilos. But that's like without cutting any weights, you know. If I wanted to cut, I could probably do seventy-seven quite easy. Uh, if you know, if <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, normally, normally I'll play. Normally I'll be fighting feather, uh, uh flyweight. Normally I'll fight flyweight, but this is basically just a, a fight without a cut. Flyweight. Speaking of which, what did you think of uh, Davison Figueroa? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah he's just uh, like what I like about him is he's making the, the flyweight division interesting for once you know yeah. like it's it, they never get attention but he's just he's gone a day and I said he's, they're going to turn it around again and he, they're going to have back yeah. so I was surprised because um, whenever I was doing the predictions uh, that Brandon Moreno I just didn't know the guy I, like I never seen him fighting or anything it just wasn't the name that I was familiar with, so I gave the fight to to Brandon Royval uh, because again he's a good he's a good fighter. He has good submissions. His last fight he won by guillotine, and then this guy just obviously pulls the win, and 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 suddenly he's in a title fight. Like, how do you go from a prelims card to a title fight? Like, mind blown. <laughs> That's, that's good news. That's good news. <laughs> you go pro, go the prelims, and the next of all, you have a title shot. Yeah. I'm predicting, um, I don't know if you've seen uh, uh, Joaquin Knockout, the, the guy that, that, that had that spinning packet knockout. Yeah, he, he got a drone. He's going to be next then, you know, if he goes the same way as this guy, he'll be next fighting for a title just out of nowhere. You'll see against like Israel Adesanya because some fight is going to fall off or whatever. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. Did you see that guy, uh, Chaos Williams? Yeah, he is awesome. And he's going to fight... Um, he's like the Francis Ngannou from middleweight, you know, that's yeah. just... Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. Uh, he's fighting. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Alex Pereira, is it? He's fighting him next. Two two guys that can go. Have they announced the next fight for him? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's official, but I hear I, I seen something. I think on Instagram or something. And I was like, oh, that would be a very well, good fight. Check it out. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, like he only spent like what thirty seconds in the ring. Didn't even get yeah. to get one. Yeah, go again, fight again, yeah, why not? I think everybody's learning from that guy, uh, Hamzat Shamaya. How to <laughs> yeah, go again. You know, yeah, if you didn't suffer any damage, just go again, you know, and go again and go again and go again. But uh, at a certain point, everybody then becomes a kill the view and uh, <laughs> nobody wants to fight you. Like, yeah, I know, uh, kind of scary. Um, what's your thoughts on the, on the, on that fight, by the way, uh, with Leon Edwards against uh, Hamza Sumaya? I'm gonna have to go with Leon on this one. 
I'm obviously rooting for the UK fighter. Uh, but there's a but there. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yes. going to be an easy fight. Uh, I don't think. I don't think it's going to be an easy fight. No. Um, I think uh, Shamai is definitely going to try and put Leon on the ground, ground and pound. I don't think he's going to stand with him. Or because everybody's doubting his striking, he's then going to try and prove a point and going to try and stand with him. I don't know which way it's going to go. Uh, but that's definitely a fight that uh, that I'm looking forward to, to watching. Um, anyway, it's, 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 nice to see who, it's nice to see how big European fighters though. You know, it's good to see both, like, both are from Europe. So it's good to see yeah, you yeah, big yeah. European players on a card against each other as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. There's a huge discrepancy between the US uh, and then I would say Brazil would be the ne the, the second yeah. biggest, uh, at least country-wise, you know? Uh, US first, Brazil after. Then you have, yeah, Europe as a whole. Let's just put Europe as a whole because Europe is pretty much the same size as the US. Except the US is divided by states. So then you have Europe and then Asia. Uh, the United Emirates is getting a lot of traction with the Brave and everything else. So uh, that one is becoming a very interesting region to keep an eye out for prospects and everything. Uh, and then Africa is trying to catch up. Uh, you know, there are a few good prospects. If you follow Brave, you'll see a few good prospects coming out of Africa. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, even Australia has uh, good fighters coming out of there. Uh, so it's good to see that the whole world is just getting involved into, into MMA. Um, but, yeah, here, I wanted to ask you. Uh, obviously, you started recently. 16 months is, we can say it's recent, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I am guessing that you started... Um, like Corey McKenna uh, explained, you just started by learning everything in MMA and not specific discipline. So you're not the guy that came from doing like boxing and then you learn wrestling or, you know. Um, from everything that you've been learning, do you have like a favorite discipline or a preference for ground or, or stand-up fight? Um, I like both. I like both for different reasons as well. Um, I do like I like the, I, lo I like the strike I do like the strike I like the, the, the stand right. you know? yeah, yeah I do well, well, but then I'm, I'm probably better at grappling than I am at striking though so oh, really? you know, yeah so it's uh, I, I, like I, I don't try to uh, I don't try to kind of lean towards anything though I just I look at myself like uh, I, like I wouldn't class myself as orthodox or southpaw I do both so like, that's oh, really that's, that's the way I train. Like if, if like if I'm doing like shadow boxing rounds and I'm doing like say I do five rounds, then I'll then I'll switch stances and do five rounds on the opposite side. You know, so it's oh, it's it's cool. trying to level it out. And because you shouldn't like I, I Paddy always says it as well. You shouldn't put yourself in a box. Like why 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 you 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 you're splitting yourself fifty percent then. You know. That's a smart yeah. coach, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a very smart coach. Yeah. So yeah, so it's uh, like that's all I like. I like getting better. It's like even even um for the likes of like uh like wrestling and stuff and uh, the grappling exchanges, like the the cardio for for those rounds and stuff. Like it's it's very tough, 
but at the same time then like you can see yourself coming along and guys that are like maybe even bigger than you that you're starting to be able to like muscle out stuff and uh, it's just like I, I, I enjoy just seeing the progress over time like I always say to myself if I walked into the gym now the first day and I was to fight me now <laughs> no chance wouldn't last 20 seconds but in my in my mind before I joined the gym oh yeah I can fight I can handle myself <laughs> no you can't <laughs> you get it's a whole different world when you get into a gym then and it's like yeah it's it's humbling um, but it's oh, yeah. like once you just like you have to just get over that as well it's like nobody cares if you tap no one cares if like that's how you learn you know like yeah. what we are saying like it's there's no there's like no shame and tapping around and that's it that is how you learn like i always try to like if i'm doing rounds or anything i always try to match up with someone that's better than me like even though i know they're gonna smash me <laughs> that's yeah. how you learn you know yeah yeah for sure for sure um whenever whenever i joined uh phil campbell for example was already training for six months i believe or eight months something like that and the amount of knowledge that he had by by even just a six month mark, and it was the same with me. By by the time I reached six months, it, you you just become completely unrecognizable. Like everything you know, versus like you said, day one, it's like unreal. Even in just six months, never mind a year, never mind a year and a half, never mind two years, like. It's just exponential growth uh, from the get-go, uh, and then I, I find that fascinating and amazing. Uh, and I am a hundred percent sure that you're going to do great, and I'm going to keep an eye on you. Uh, I'm going to be watching your fight. <laughs> uh, so I, I wish you all the best. And uh, do you want to give any shout-outs to anybody before we go? Uh, just to the just to SBG Dublin Twenty Four Army teammates. And uh, we're all going to go, the six of us are going to go to war. And we're going for six out six on the 6th of December. There you go. You sound six. just like Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. I'm actually from Crumlin. I'm from Crumlin. That's where Conor is from as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I am familiar with the with his gym and everything because he always spoke to the photos of the Crumlin gym and everything else. Um Great guy. Hopefully, I'll meet him one day. <laughs> I would love to. We're not too far away, so uh, we'll see. But uh, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I really appreciate that. Let's just give a shout out to Plan Wars. So, uh, Plan Wars is holding the event on the sixth of December. Um, anybody can buy the tickets. Um, I think Andy has the link on his bio. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the uh, in my bio. On my Instagram or Facebook or any social media. Yeah. Uh, do you want to share your uh, Instagram uh, tag? Yeah. Uh, will I put it in the comments or will I just shout yeah, it out? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let me just see because I think I can. Yeah, so Andy K2210. Uh, Andy K for Kilo 2210. Um, and you guys can go on his link and uh, click on the bio. Um, or go on his bio, click on the link, yeah, and uh, you can buy your ticket there. It's uh, it's ten pounds plus a fee of a pound fifty or something. So I paid like eleven pounds fifty, uh, which is yeah. just over like twelve euros or thirteen euros. So. Yeah, in euro, in euros, I think it works out at like uh, twelve, twelve euros seventy cents yeah. or something. Yeah, just the conversion. Uh, so it's like super cheap. 
there's no reason why uh, anybody should sit out. Um, these guys need our support. It's time that we all come together. And if you're a fan of MMA, you should definitely buy these tickets uh, to help wars, help all these fighters, get a place to compete, showcase their skills, um, and allow them to grow and get past these uh, like every first fight, so we can then go into 2021, get a second fight, and so on. Uh, and, and yeah, things hopefully are only going to get better from here with all this COVID stuff. Uh, so I hope that one day I get to see a fighting live, um, that we shake hands. Um, and like I said, open invite for you to come on again uh, after and share with us the experience. How was it to... You know, wake up in the morning of the fight, travel to the place, what's going through your head, arriving at the stadium, or not the stadium, but, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the place that you're fighting. Yeah, the venue, yeah, sorry. Um, watching the cage, watching all the other fighters going in front of you, uh, and then having your turn, getting your name shouted. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's all going to be an experience in itself. So, um, yeah. I would love for you to come back and uh, and let us know how all that was. Uh, is 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 there okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just I wanted to give you a shout out as well, uh, just because I think it's great what you're doing with your podcast, putting like kind of highlighting up and coming fires. So it's like the, we need more people like that to get behind Thank fires, you. especially at this level. You know, so uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely brilliant that what, what you're doing, and I, I'll, uh, I advise everyone to follow your podcast and stay up to date with Open Coming Fire as you have on. And thank you so much. And yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and and, and, and I was telling that to Josh. Um, I'm just trying to fill in the gaps as far as media goes. There's like way too much media attention on the big guys, um, like you know Connor, for example. Media every day. Every time I open my phone, there's something about Connor. <laughs> There's never, there's never anything about the new guys. And Connor, at one point in time, was an amateur fighter. He had his first fight, just like you are about to have. And you do have that one interview that he said he was going to be a USD champion one day and keep an eye on him. And that's the only thing you have on him. What I want for guys like you is if you one day become a UFC champion... There's going to be a ton of material that people can look through. Um, how you were thinking before your first fight, how you were thinking after your first fight, and so on and so forth. How did you go from a fighter to a pro fighter? Um, and I think there's a lot of that stuff that's not being documented. Uh, and, and, and I think it's good because it's going to help other fighters uh, learn from it uh, and even other people that are not fighters. But by watching something, like 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 you, you're a father and stuff. They will relate to you, and they will maybe spark that uh, enthusiasm to get started. And then you know, maybe some guy that never even thought of doing MMA will then become uh, a UFC champion just because they got to see something like this or got to listen to uh, to something like this. So uh, thank you very much for the shout out. Um, it's good to know that uh, you know people like you appreciate this, and and, and I, I just want to have more more people like you on, um, and, and and yeah, hopefully create a community of of, of you know people from Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland, England, Europe, whatever. Um, I'll see how far I can take this, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, you know, one percent. It's it is. It's very good, and. Uh, 
like I said, if somebody can maybe possibly somebody will watch this and then be like, this fellow was 29 and he started training and now he's having an amateur exactly. fight and then maybe in a few years time and they're like, why he made it to pro at like 42, 43, like you know, so like if I can do yeah. it, why can't you? Exactly, exactly, and that's inspirational stuff and and and. I am so grateful that you came on and that we got to talk uh, and cover all these topics because as a parent, I really wanted to find out how you're thinking, your motivations and everything else. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for coming on, Andy. Uh, we'll keep in touch. Good luck on the six. I hope the event goes ahead um, and I'll be watching you and I hope everybody else will be watching as well. Perfect. I'll speak to you with Josh when he has that belt after as well. That's it, yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Once again, thank you so much for uh, listening to this uh, podcast episode. Um, I am striving to improve episode after episode. Uh, the more I do, I am pretty sure that uh, the better I'll become. Um, so <laughs> bear with me. I hope, I hope you come with me on this trip. Um, in my attempt of creating a community for um, amateur fighters and uh, just young prospects, uh, even guys that are just starting out their pro careers, uh, give them a platform and the attention that they deserve. Because without these guys, the sport would not evolve the way it has been evolving. Um, people like you know Conor McGregor and uh, Anderson Silva and so on, they all were an amateur fighter at some point in time and they all had that first pro fight at some point in time and so on. So um, most people know all the fighters from the UFC, but they don't get to see the backstory. What happened? How did they evolve? How did they get there? So that's my, that's my goal with this podcast. Uh, a quick shout out to the sponsors of the podcast. Um, we are Hellbent. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at We Are Hellband or their website www.wearehellband.co.uk. And if you are a fan of meat like I am, you can get their burgers, meatballs, sausages, um, lamb will be coming in soon, and so on. Uh, just use the code Carnivore10 for your 10% off. This only applies to UK and Ireland, so Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England, uh, and the country of Ireland. Thank, thank you very much for listening.